Welcome to Christmas at Rainier View. My name is Jeff. I'm part of the teaching team here at Rainier View, and we are so excited that you've chosen to join us today. Now, while Mariah Carey claims that all she wants for Christmas is you, I know there's actually something else that she really wants. Now, I know I just crushed your dreams. I know you thought this was the year. This is the year that you're going to hang out and share Christmas together. Hate to break it to you. It's not. Now, you might be wondering, Jeff, how do you know what Mariah Carey wants? You are not that important or well-connected. Both of those statements are true. But I know what Mariah Carey wants for Christmas this year because it's what you want for Christmas this year. It's actually what we all want to have and experience every year, which is joy. That's why we look forward to Christmas is to celebrate joy. But the problem is that in our world, right, bad news just multiplies. We scroll on our news feeds and we just see more bad news after more bad news and we see more problems in the world. We live in a time and age that is continuing to be divided and we don't know how to overcome that or what to do about it. And so now more than ever, we need to relearn and rediscover what it means to experience joy. And that's why you're here and that's what we're going to talk about because isn't joy the most Christmassy thing about Christmas, right? Uh, that ability to look at a date on the calendar, December 25th, and experience those sweet, elusive moments of joy that can escape us all throughout the rest of the year. But somehow, this one day holds so much joy for us. And so, what if we could have joy beyond just that fleeting moment? What if we can overcome uh, the, the negativity, the 24-hour, uh, seven-days-a-week news cycle? What if we can overcome the division and the things that divide us and experience that sense of joy? Now, we realize that for some of you joining us that this time of year actually is a painful time of year. That as you've entered into the season because of past experiences or because of losses that you have had in your life, um, this isn't a time marked by joy for you, but rather a set of very complicated feelings around this season and this time of year. And yet, no matter what you are dealing with, no matter what has happened in your life up to this point, you can experience joy as a result of looking and understanding the Christmas story a little bit better. Now, here's the thing. The internet can tell us all about how we ought to have joy and how we can't have joy. We can look at all these articles that mark the uh, things that should be present in our lives if we want to have an enduring sense of joy or the character qualities and the, and the habits that mark people who have a deep and continuing sense of joy in their lives. But here's the thing that what you and I know, <laughs> reading that article doesn't translate into life change, right? Just reading about joy in an article or even in a book intentionally often doesn't translate to more joy in our own lives, okay? And so this year, what if we started by understanding where's the true source of joy? Where does that come from? What might shift for us if we truly understood that and discovered that and engaged with that? I think we discover that joy is no longer about myself, about me finding joy for me, but rather, as we're going to look at the Christmas story here, uh, that joy really is about becoming a person who's able to take joy to the world, just like what happens as that first Christmas. And in a counterintuitive way, when we learn to be a people who take joy to the world, we experience a deeper abiding sense of joy ourselves. And so that's why gathering to celebrate Christmas is so important. Uh, because, right, 
the hot chocolate and the lights, uh, they, they look good, they taste good, but they're fleeting, they're momentarily, the, everything is packed back away. And then what about the rest of our lives, right? And so what we do by pausing at Christmas is to be reminded at some level, no matter where you're at with faith, that you need to experience and embrace a deeper sense of joy in your life. And that that can be found beyond that December 25th calendar date in our years. And so here at Rainier View, up to this, uh, this moment, we've been in a series on the book of Malachi, looking at this 5th century BC prophet and looking at the questions that he raises uh, about, about faith and doubt and struggling to embrace faith. And we've discovered that the questions that he asks then are just as pertinent to us today. Uh, and so you can go to our message page at rainierview.org and you can find that series under Reconstruction, How Processing Your Doubts Can Lead to a Restored Faith. We encourage you to check that out if you haven't um, yet, but many of you joining us, right? You have doubts, you have disbeliefs, you have questions, and you're not certain that those belong or that they could even fit uh, with thinking about belonging to a church or connecting with church. And we want you to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your questions, your doubts, your hurts, your shame and guilt, they absolutely belong with us. We need to bring all of ourselves to church in order to experience a renewed sense of hope and joy and peace in our lives. And we want you to bring all of that here with us because this is how God treats us. God tells us uh, in Jesus, one of the most important things is to love our neighbor as ourself. And so we want to do that as well. And really, God has always been in the business of extending joy to all people. As I said, we we're looking at this book of Malachi. There's another prophet, Isaiah, that speaks to this very reality uh, of God's heart to reach all people with joy. And so there's a biblical passage that often is read around Christmas time out of Isaiah 9. And I want to read a little bit of this prophet Isaiah and what he says about joy. So read with me Isaiah 9, beginning in verse 1. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation. You've increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest. And so this passage really foreshadows, it points to what is going to happen at that first Christmas at the birth of Jesus and uh, what is the biblical Christmas story. And all of us should care about this Christmas story because we all need more joy in our lives. We desperately need and want to experience that. And so first of all, we're going to uh, open up to Luke 2. And the first thing I want you to know about the biblical Christmas story is this, is that it reminds us is that joy is for all of us. Joy is for all of us. Read with me in Luke uh, chapter 2, beginning in verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Now, the shepherds to whom this good news is pronounced, they're some of the first to hear. In their society, they were some of the lowliest people. They would have been ignored. They would have not been invited to that 
fancy Christmas party or even your home gathering right, with a few close friends and family. Right? They would have been left out of that. And yet they're the first to be invited to celebrate the arrival and the birth of a king here. And did you catch in that announcement what it says here? It says that there's going to be great joy for all the people. That includes any and all of us who are struggling with hurt, with disbelief, with doubt, with shame and guilt tonight. This Christmas story is for you. And secondly, the Christmas story reminds us that God places joy within our reach. I'm going to continue reading in Luke chapter 2. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And this is a uniquely Christian conception of who God is, that God somehow, at the birth of Jesus, adds humanity to himself in order to become like us, to draw near to us. The Christian term for this is the incarnation, and it's somewhat of a mystery, but it's completely unexpected that this is how God would show up in the first century AD, just like we would be equally maybe blown away that God would approach us like this. Now, it's connected to the idea of God being loving that we read about in the Old Testament or the Jewish scriptures, but that idea becomes a lived-out reality at this moment in the manger where, in essence, God steps into the straw and to the stuff of a barnyard. He, he steps into that for our sake. How can God become any more approachable than this to us? This is the beauty of the Christmas story. And he does it for you and I. Which leads to the last thing that I want to say about the Christmas story is this. The Christmas story, the biblical Christmas story, tells us that joy is bigger than ourselves. I love that it says that it's bigger than ourselves. Uh, back in Luke 2, beginning in verse 13. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And we see this bigger than you and I joy described by a man named Simeon a little bit later in Luke's account where he says this, For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for the Gentiles, for revelation to the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. So what that means is that this joy isn't just for the super religious, it's not for uh, the really churchy people, it is a message of joy for all people. It's for those of us who can't see ourselves being part of a church right now because of maybe the doubts and questions that we have and we're not sure how they might fit and how we could belong. But we all, no matter where we're coming from, want to see more joy extended into our world. I have not yet met like a real-life Grinch who sits atop Mount Crumpet and doesn't want anybody to have more joy. We all want people and ourselves to experience more joy. And so even if you struggle with belief and faith right now in this Christmas story, let me ask you this. Would you consider the good that is done by hundreds of thousands of churches all over the world seeking to extend joy to the world and ask yourself this, what's really keeping me from belonging to a community like that to extend joy in a real way to the world? Because joy to the world starts wherever we are at locally right now, but it continually expands and extends to the world around us. At Rainier View here, I like to remind us that we cannot solve every problem, we cannot meet every need, 
But the ones that we can speak to and step into, we need to do so boldly and unapologetically because God will show up and meet us there. And so this past, uh, past few weeks, we've been doing something we do every year called a giving tree. And this is something that many of us have awareness around, but we do it a little bit differently uh, because a lot of organizations have tags to provide coats and toys to, to families in need at Christmas. But we actually, we go to our school counselors and we ask them, who are the families that are in need? Our, the people of Rainier View would love to provide for those families. And so we, again, we choose to serve others, to partner. Uh, and so our people of Rainier View, you're so generous taking those tags and buying those things off the Amazon wish lists so that hundreds of families in Pierce County, here, right here in Washington, have toys and new coats and shoes under their Christmas trees that they may not have had otherwise. It's part of the way that we extend joy to the world right where we are at. But sometimes we have opportunities to extend joy to the world and reach and touch people whom we will never meet. And we've had the opportunity to do that here at Rainier View as we have a global partner in Kenya called Missions of Hope International. And so Missions of Hope International started back in the early 2000s, and it began with one woman bringing one bag of rice to one family who was living in one of the worst urban slums on earth in Nairobi, Kenya, in the Mathari Valley. And she decided that she needed to do something because of her faith. And she stepped out and she began to bring joy uh, to that one family. Fast forward about 20 years later to today, where Missions of Hope International that was spawned out of that one moment now has over 30 school sites all over Kenya, 24, over 24,000 sponsored kids and students. There are local churches planted in these communities. There's job training, there's microfinance. There, there is some amazing joy happening because one person decided to do something for another person. And I had the, the privilege and the joy to go and to see the work that, that Missions of Hope was doing in Kenya. And on that trip, I learned about something that would be unfathomable to most of us. There's a region in northern Kenya called Turkana, and it's extremely arid. It's extremely uh, a desert climate to the point at which it hasn't rained there in going on close to four years now. The, it's a crisis situation. Poverty and existence really are just right there, and the people don't know what they're going to do. On top of that, in, in the culture there in this region, uh, it, they're herdsmen, it's tribal, and so one of the practices that this, this people group engage in is child marriage, that girls at 10, 11, and 12 years old are given away for a dowry of some animals, and they're married off. And I'm, I'm in Kenya, I'm hearing this story, and I'm thinking about my 13-year-old daughter back at home, and I can't even comprehend being in that situation. It, it just crushed me. It gripped me. And so we started talking about this story, and because it has this beautiful joy to the world uh, thing that happens because people of faith respond. Because somehow the people in this region heard about Mohi, and they asked them, would you build a school for us? Would you build a school for our sons and daughters? We want that. And so the founder, Mary Kamal, she says, yes, I'll do that. She didn't know how. She just shows up. And, and fast forward a couple years later here, there's a school site established. 
that, that the, the children in this community now can not only go to school, but they can go to boarding school and finish their high school education. They can move on and receive job training. Like culture is being transformed because a group of people asked, would you come and provide something for us? And Mary and the Ministry of Missions Hope International said yes. How could she not? How could we not say yes? So a few months ago, back in July, we had a child sponsorship event. And again, the generosity of the people of Rainier View, over 50 children over the course of a couple weeks have been sponsored, many of them in this Letrodome region in the Turkana Valley in Kenya. Lives being changed. And most of us are never going to meet the people that we're going to change, but this is really what joy to the world is all about. And so maybe you're on the fence about engaging with church, or you don't even see the point. And I would ask you this, would you be willing to reach out to us, message us? We would love the chance to dialogue, um, you know, over a Zoom call or however we can, and just discuss with you how to engage with a local community of faith to make a difference in the world, wherever you're at, whether that's with us right here in Pierce County at Rainier View Christian Church, or helping you find a church to belong to and plug into. But are you ready to do something different, to participate with a church that's making a difference in the world because this is what joy to the world is all about and what it requires, us belonging, participating, and engaging in making a difference. Merry Christmas.
चसी